Group. The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group. Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney. It's Gwaltney Group Remax Results. And, uh, oh, good morning, Robin. <laughs> hey, good morning. So, uh... You know, we've talked before um, that there's certain natural slowdown areas of the year because people are busy. Are we there yet for the kids, you know, everybody busy getting kids ready for school, or is that still a couple of weeks out? Um, do you know, we are actually busy selling houses because people are thinking, well, if we want to get moved in before the school year starts and if we buy it now, we can still close. It's not going to necessarily be before the school year starts, but we will at least have, um, you know, people still be moving before the weather gets bad and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just there are times where the market just moves because of people's habits. I find that just really interesting that, you know, the holidays being one of them and different types of the times of the year um, early june when you have graduations and weddings everybody's busy with and and now that we're in this market where inventory is just kind of short to be honest when something comes on the market that's going to be the good time for somebody to buy okay it. Waiting so in that's kind of where we're at yeah so i mean i have been telling you that i expect our fall to be very busy and it's been it has been busy. Um, we had a meeting on, uh, let's see, Wednesday, I think, at the office and talked about what has sold for, um, you know, what has sold for people recently. And I think we had something like seven listings sell last weekend. So, yeah, wow. things are, yeah, things are definitely uh, moving. Great. Moving right along. Yep. And I mean, let's, I hate to even say fall because we're not at fall yet. No. Summer's, <laughs> summer's end. Let's just say summer's end. We're, we're supposed to be in the 90s now for the next four, four or five days. So yeah, it's yeah, going to feel yeah. very summer-like here. And I'm hoping for a really warm September. I don't know why, but for me, uh-huh. a really warm September just really helps with uh a winter that's a little easier to take. I got a email from Thatcher's and said, do you want your pool closed September 16th or October 18th? And I'm like, October, definitely October. I'm expecting a warm September. And they're like, okay, <laughs> we'll see. The optimist is here. That's I, right. I'm, I'm with you it. because every single week we get into, you know, once you get into November, every single week that it stays relatively mild means that's one less week of winter. Yes, exactly. And It'll speak- go so fast. All I can tell you is time goes so fast, I can yep. I can hardly take it. It's a blur. But uh, speaking of weather, I wonder, and I don't know if you have any stats that might support this, or we've seen in general a migration to the south over the last 40 years in this country. Right, the, right. The Sun Belt has built up. Yeah, I know to- where you're going with this. Do you think any of these people might have a change of mind after this summer and well, maybe move back north a little? I mean, okay, what's going on in Hawaii right now is just horrible. Oh and when we think about when we think about like where people like 
desire to go. Like people dream about going to Hawaii on vacation. And then you see this tragic, horrible fire that happened and it just squashed the dreams of so many people. You know, I feel like now tourists are not going to be so crazy. And even though, you know, anybody who's been to Hawaii knows these are all separate islands. It's affecting just the island of Maui. But don't you think that we're going to see a lot fewer people eager to travel there, which is then going to affect their economy. And I don't know. It's just, it's crazy in this shift in weather and all these hot, hot days. Um, Right now, I have, um, my best friend has her little grandson's birthday party in Austin, Texas. So we're going to be actually headed there. And she's there and it's 109 degrees and I thought, okay, I like summer, but 109 degrees. But it's so, a dry heat. They yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was looking at this um, article because you talk about where people are moving to or, or what's going on. So I actually have one of my articles for this week was where are people moving to and why? So we used to, I mean, this isn't the exact data you're looking for, but we used to see numbers that would support people from the Midwest, definitely heading to Arizona, Florida, Texas, you know, warm weather, right? Yep. So, you know, people are moving for different reasons. And a lot of this has still come out of COVID with people working remotely. They can be more, you know, they can choose where they want to live, especially if they're working remotely. But one of the biggest things that moves people is grandparents who want to be near their grandkids. Now, some of these grandparents, of course, are retired, but not all of them. Some of them work remotely, but they still want to come closer to where their grandchildren are to help the help their kids who are working. That makes so perfect it's very sense. interesting. Yeah. And and another big draw is people want to move to cities that have lower cost of living because if they can work remotely and live somewhere for less, they're probably going to have to work fewer years. Right. So that makes sense. I mean, that's just a money thing. And people want to live where they can vacation. This is what I was just saying about Hawaii. You know, it's like anybody who has the dream of someday I'm going to retire and move to Hawaii. Don't tell me people haven't had second second thoughts. Yeah. I mean, the chance of the same tragedy happening again is probably very, very slim. But just seeing it, you know, it's just so, so devastating. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. And, um, well, basically, you know, the bottom line is there are still people moving. They're moving for different reasons. And um, there are different reasons than they have been in the past. Hmm. So. And I wonder, you know, with the baby boomers. The elderly. uh, We call those the elderly now. Well, you know, we're, well, we're on the... You and I are on the edge of it. Right. The baby boom years. Yeah. But so the baby boomers are solidly into retirement now. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, that's a large number of people. When they it decide is. to do things differently, it has a huge impact. It definitely does. It definitely does. And so I think, like recently, I'm sure most of the listeners know that Rochester passed a, a zoning law that people can have the auxiliary auxiliary dwelling units, ADUs, in their backyard. So if you want a granny pad in your backyard so grandma can just not live quite in the house with you, still have her space, you still have your space, but they're building the little smaller cottage-type homes in the backyard for the grandparents. So things change with time.
Yeah, you have your built-in babysitter close, but not too close. And for both sake, you know, for the sake of both parties, right? Because like when I was even asking my parents to move in, you know, prior to them passing away and they never wanted to do it. And it wasn't because they didn't think it would be great for them. They thought it would just be too big of a burden for me. And I disagree. But anyway, yeah, well. but it is we do see more and more, you know, multi-generations living together for sure. I wonder, yeah, for the, uh, I, I've seen no evidence of people moving back north yet, but then I think about the places where it's less expensive to live, the Twin Cities, not that example, but there are plenty of other places right. in this right. part of the oh world my gosh, that are Minnesota close by. Oh Midwest, yeah. absolutely. I mean, okay, so for the most part, prices are on the rise. So like our home prices in our area are definitely going up. But believe it or not, there are plenty of places across the country where prices are down. But those places are the same places where they had gone up incredibly. I mean, when we were talking last year about, oh, there's places that have gone up 30% year over year, 35% year over year. Well, hallelujah, they've come down. You know, not the whole 35%, but for instance, Austin, Texas, those homes are down 19.1% year over year. San Francisco is down 11.3% year over year. Even Las Vegas is down 7.4%. But don't get too excited because when I say down, um, San Jose, California is down by 5.3%, but the average sale price is still 1.8 million. And 1.8 million will get you a little Rambler with a single car garage. Yes, yes. And (laughs) now that you say that, um, I've got a beautiful house listed up on Scenic Park in Scenic Oaks, and it is $1,050,000. And a new physician at Mayo who happened to move here from California came to see it. And he was absolutely in awe. He said, wait a minute. This house is only one million fifty thousand. <laughs> it's like this would that would buy me twelve hundred square feet where I came from. Wow. Yeah. So it's really crazy. It's all it's all about you know the whole picture, isn't it? Got to keep it all yeah. in perspective. And when you talked about these cities like Austin, Texas, and San Fran and San Jose and. Honolulu, Honolulu was down 7.4% year over year, and the average sale price is a million sixty. Wow. It, but it'd be interesting to map out when their spike, when they saw that 30% spike yeah. compared yeah. to everybody else at 15% or whatever it was. Right. If right. you factor this in now to this level off that spike that they're more or less up what the rest of us were up. Um, I would say they're still higher. Okay. It seems like the the prices are always higher on the East Coast and the West yep. Coast. The coasts are always higher. And I think it just takes a little while for that all to, you know, <laughs> radiate to the middle, I guess. But, I mean, I'm in no hurry for our prices to be in line with what people are paying on the East Coast no. and the West Coast. <laughs> no hurry whatsoever. <laughs> all right. Well. We do need to take a break. So we'll do that quick and come back. We're chatting with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. It's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. 
We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome back. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results with us this morning. And, um... I'm still. I guess I'm flabbergasted that, considering what has happened since the pandemic and since the increase in interest rates that followed the pandemic, that I I still hear people talk about we're in a housing bubble that oh that magically we're going to see all these foreclosures all over the place <laughs> based upon what evidence and what they're basing it upon is that you know the horrible state of our economy the prices of gas yes they're high the prices of groceries horrible okay but this is the deal i've been saying this all along and now we're starting to hear it in the news that oh maybe we're not in quite as bad a shape as we thought we were but what i have noticed no matter when i've traveled throughout this you know uh, recession there's always mile-long lines in the airport yeah. And that doesn't add up. A lot of new cars as well. Yes, it just doesn't add up. You know, I mean, when you think about your parents telling you about the days of the Depression, like when they had nothing to eat and they were penniless, you know, and it's like, I get that gas prices are ridiculous. I get that grocery prices are ridiculous. And I will say that there are probably some people that are struggling to make their mortgage payments because of it. So that's where people are starting to say, oh, people are going to start losing their houses. There's going to be foreclosures. But remember what I was talking about last week? The crazy, incredible amount of equity that most homeowners right. have in their homes. Let me just, I think I have a little Was it 270 some thousand dollars on average? average? Was the average. So um, let's see here. I have 38 0.7% of homeowners own their homes free and clear. That, that is a huge number. And that's got to be historic high as well. I, I, I would guess it is. I would guess it is. And um, 30% of people have mortgages with 50% uh, equity, more than 50% equity in their home. And then 31% have um, less than 50% equity. But that average, like you said from last week, was like 274,000 average homeowner has an equity. So this is why they're not likely to have a foreclosure, unless they're just really not smart when it comes. I mean, like anybody that's sitting, I hope they're listening if they're sitting on the brink of, you know, getting behind on their payments and they, they're even thinking about foreclosure, because the very first thing you would want to do is talk to a realtor, find out just how much equity you do have in your home, how much it's actually worth, and then guess what? Put it on the market and sell it. Yeah. And then in the meantime, you'll just have to go rent someplace or find someplace and, you know less expensive to buy. And you will have the money to rent or do whatever you need to do because of the equity you have. Exactly. So, you know, I know that if you talk about the calculated risk and just how much more stringent the bankers are. Any 
anybody that actually studies finance will tell you uh, that this is a completely different housing market than what we had. I mean, back then, the economists saw the crash coming. Oh, yeah. They saw it coming and they warned us. But there will not be a foreclosure crisis this time. And that is not my words. That is a quote from Lawrence Young, who is the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. Oh. So, yeah, we're not going to have a foreclosure flood. So if you're out there waiting for it, I'm sorry to let you down. Yeah, it's common sense because right now, if you were in trouble, right, you lost your job, something mm-hmm. horrible had happened and you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, you list that house and it's going to be sold if it's in that right price range within days of you putting it on the market. Right. And, you know, um, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae actually do collect data and they have graphs that you can find online and they show like how many homeowners are seriously behind on their mortgage payments and how does that look year over year. And that number continues to decline. Those serious delinquencies continues to decline. So there, trust yeah. me, trust me, trust me, there's not gonna be a flood of foreclosure. And in 2008, the whole deal was you had a whole bunch of homes oh. and you had nobody and buying. And the values had dropped. So right. nobody was buying still, Yeah. Well, you still might owe 200,000 and we would come out to tell you we could probably sell this for 175 and people would be like wait a minute you're telling me that I can't afford these these house payments anymore but now you want me to come up somewhere with $25,000 to bring to the table to sell the house that I can't afford to buy no I'm better off just to stay here until they physically kick me out yeah and and just and so that's why the foreclosures went crazy sure no, it's just a different, different market. Totally different world, yeah. Right now, as you pointed out, you have more buyers than you have sellers. Yes, we definitely have a huge, huge inventory shortage. I mean, we have, I believe, five weeks worth of inventory in Rochester overall. So if no houses came on the market between now and, well, basically toward the end of September, we would be out, we'd be fresh out of houses to sell. Luckily, they do continue to come on and you know people are in the process of building some new houses so that when they move to their new houses, then their one they're currently living in is gonna come on the market. So we are continuing right. to keep it rolling. But yeah, we could definitely be selling more. And we are seeing a little, um, well, this was a fun fact. We're seeing the interest rate starting to drop. And I read somewhere, now this is nationwide again, that every time the interest rate drops 1%, 5 million buyers jump into the market. Wow, wow. Yeah, so yeah, there's plenty of buyers out there, plenty of good qualified buyers out there. I gotta ask you this too, because you you talk about that average interest rate, it's a national number mm-hmm. that they track where it ticks up and down depending on the right. market conditions. Right. But that doesn't translate necessarily into what's available locally, right? It as far as rates? It doesn't. I mean, um, one of the headlines I read this week in the National Association of Realtors was mortgage rates hover near 7%. I cannot tell you the last time that one of my buyers locked in for above six and a half. I mean, they're getting locked in at six and a half, six and six and. 3.75. I told you a couple of weeks ago, I had somebody get locked in at 5.75. And, you know, maybe this is involving buy downs. Maybe it's because they're doing 
a 20 year instead of a 30 year sure. or 15. But I mean, there are creative ways out there to get that interest rate down. So, so yeah, don't, don't, you can't read that headline and just decide I'm not paying 7%. If that's what the rates are, I'm out. You better inquire because you might be surprised exactly. with the answer. Okay. Yes, we, absolutely. It's already time for another break, Robin Soul. My goodness. Do that quickly and return uh, with some more. Uh, Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. News Talk 1340, KROC AM. 96.9 FM with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on this summer Saturday morning. Um, Robin, this is always the time I ask if you have any listings to share with us. Yes. Okay, so I remember last week I was telling you that up in Parkwood Hills I had listed a yes. 1979. I saw a picture 19, of that house. Did you? 1979 yes. tuck under split level home and... I was like 489.9. We might be pushing the envelope here, but it was so immaculate. And this was a one owner home. They had, um, they had built it and they had kept just the best. I mean, the best care of their house. Well, guess what? Uh, we put it on the market Friday and we sold it on Saturday. And because it's not closed, I can't tell you the sale price, but I can tell you that we have very, very, very happy sellers. <laughs> and I told you that the way you described it, I imagined it as the Brady Bunch house. Yeah. And I saw the picture of it, and it kind of looks like the Brady. It's yeah, not the right yeah. color, but the layout's yeah, kind of the right. same. Yeah. No, and it was so nice. I mean, they just kept it. Ugh. I mean, that's, boy, if you're listening and you're even thinking about selling your house now or in the near future, just all those things that have been driving you crazy about your house, just work on them. Fix them up. Andy, I know you told me that after all these years, you're going to sheetrock your garage. Finally going to do it. Yeah. And you know what? You're going to love it. I and know. Those are the kind of things I told my son. I said, this summer, I want to get your, your garage taped and painted because it's sheetrocked. He goes, why? I don't care. It's just a garage. I care because those are the <laughs> things that matter. We're going to do all the things, right? We're going to take good care of everything. So those are important. So that yeah. one sold in a day. I mean, a lot of a lot of properties are selling in a day. Um, things are selling over. We're getting into multiple offers. So great market out there. And I actually would like to, before we run out of time again, because it seems like it's going twice as fast as normal today, um, I'd like to talk about a few listings that we yeah. do have that are available. Okay. So out in Casson, 508 21st Place Northeast Casson. We have a house that was built in 2016. It's a beautiful ranch style house. It has 1,408 square feet above grade with another 1,300 below. So it's a 2,700 square foot ranch with four bedrooms, three baths, and a three car garage. And that one is 450. It is a lot of house, nice. great price. So if you're looking to move out to Casson or maybe you live in Casson and you want a bigger house, that one's a beauty. And in San Jose, California, that would be $2.5 million. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you don't know when the wildfires are coming. We're pretty <laughs> safe here. Okay. Um, we have in Byron, so a little closer to Rochester, not quite as far out as Cassin. 
We have four beds, four baths, two car garage, sitting on three acres. This one came on the market last week, so this one's a week on, but um, really nice property. And you get the feel of country, even though you're just like four minutes from the quick trip, I think. And it's 474.9, so nice. it's a... It's a 2,962-square-foot, two-story with three acres. That's All a right. nice size house and the acreage, too. It's a nice too. size house and a nice little acreage. And still, yeah. if you're still at that stage where you're running your kids to school events and stuff, it's still really close in. So you've got that privacy and you know space to spread out when you're at home, but minutes from everything. And in Rochester, we have one at 2110 19th Street Northwest. And this is a three bed, three bath, one level, so ranch style house again, with a two car attached garage. This one's kind of a, sort of a mid-century modern kind of feel. Oh, it's, neat. Yeah. I love that architecture. In, it's, it was built in 1972, but it has that, you know, kind of funky fun feel. And that one is two sixty four nine. Right so there. That's is that, the, is that that's on the west side of the highway or the east side of the highway? It is on the school side. So Sunset so Terrace. The Sunset Terrace side. Yeah, yeah that's a nice yeah. area yeah. out there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. So anyway, some some fresh new listings. We have a few that have been on a little longer. Like I mentioned earlier, I've got that beautiful one million fifty thousand uh two-story up on Scenic Park. And I really do not know why that house hasn't sold. I mean, other than a million dollars is a lot of money. And the pool of buyers that we have in that price range is obviously the smallest pool. But hey, when we run into people who've just moved here from California and are completely thrilled with how much house they can get for the money. I mean, it is going to sell. There's a buyer out there for everything. So, and this, whoever gets this one is going to get a lot of house for the money. So anyway, so, anything, any other listings? Otherwise, we probably have to run. Oh, that's okay. I don't really have anything else that I have to talk about this week, except for I do want everybody to have my phone number, and that is 507-259-4926. And if there are any questions about any of the listings I talked about, about your own home, or just about real estate in general, please do not hesitate to call me. That's the reason I take the time to talk to everybody. That's the reason I share the phone number. So again, 507-259-4926, and I welcome your phone calls. All right, Robin. Thank you again, and I look forward to another chat next weekend. All right. Have a great week. That's Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.